That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a huge welcome to Leitrim Daily, and in fact, to Balnamore. You're listening to episode number 64 of the podcast. Today is Faces and Places. I'm your host, Orla Macnabola. It's one of the most anticipated festivals in the Northwest, and this year was the 53rd year of the Balnamore Family Festival. It ran from the 11th to the 18th of August last and by God did Balnamore put on an absolute gala of fun free events for all the family yet again this year. I had the pleasure of catching up with a few local Balnamore faces during their festival time in their locality. Firstly, a Leitrim all-time great sat down with me and he gave me the lowdown on the history of the Balnamore Family Festival and that is none other than Tommy Moran. Joined now by local Balnamore man Tommy Moore. And Tommy, how are you getting on today? Pretty good, thank you. Good, Tommy, thanks for joining me. I just want to catch up with you, Tommy, about the history of the town. How did the festival come about? Well, the festival, this is the 53rd festival actually, and it started obviously 53 years ago. But Father Young was the man who really started to think about it. People were coming on holidays, but they were all coming at different times and they used to be saying, God, I came home and I didn't meet anybody that was away and so on. So he said, why not run a festival and try and get them all to come at the same time? And that's what happened, really. It took a couple of years like, to build it up, but it happened that way and gradually... It climaxed, I suppose, with people booking their holidays and whole families coming, and then they were enjoying it more because they were meeting people. You know, they might still be in the States, but they might never meet, you know, or in England or wherever. The events were run on the streets, which was a great appeal, I suppose, and we had a sort of a platform there, and we had a lorry for a lot of the time, and that lorry used to move around the town depending on what we had on. We had very simple entertainment I suppose at the time one of the competitions we had was the Bard of Breffney we were trying to think of what would attract people into town the Bard of Breffney was basically we'd get Ochnashilan or Kilishandra or whoever to organise a group that would perform for about three quarters of an hour traditional Irish music and mostly and dance and a mixture of that a variety show really that built up and built up and uh, remember we were given £100 to each group that came which doesn't seem much now but it was you know it covered their costs anyway and there was a thousand euro f- or a thousand pounds as it was for the winning group and that was hectic money like altogether at the time Guinness were a very big sponsor of that and they actually sponsored that um, and the Bard of Breton came, came from Drummond Stanley Cox from Drummond up in Sheelan Kilishandra Belt Horbett various places and they brought a big support with them as well the added attraction was they used to march down the town you know from Tranona housing estate they used to change up there and they come down with pitchforks and turf burning on top of them and so on. So it was a real hullabaloo. There was a lot of rivalry in that, you know, because a thousand pounds was a lot to win. And it was done by a public vote for a while and then we had to get adjudicated. And no matter what way it is, somebody was unhappy anyway. But generally the best group won anyway. But it was great entertainment and the crowd, the town used to be packed. I know they're paying three or four thousand now for a show band to come and they wouldn't draw as many really so then we had another competition was the Ren Boys competition which isn't probably very well known about in Listowel every year so we thought of forming a Ren, group, Ren Boys group here and basically it was more or less the same except it was more traditional it was a bit like the Christmas you know going round after Christmas and you had a buddock and an orchard that's a, f- a male fool and a female fool and our female fools were usually male dressed up as females and we had loads of traditional musicians and singers and all that and we had the festival Renboys competition and the winning group in that would get money to go to the stole. 
So it, as it happened, Ballymore won it a few times and we went to the store and we had powerful cracks. So gradually you, you'd be linking in with other festivals and it became well known. Then people who were here on holidays, if they were able to play music or something, they all wanted to participate. They, their friends had come then and it just built up like that. But an important part of it every year was the show. There used to always be a show in Ballymore, an agricultural show, but it would just be one event one day of the year. So it was fixed at the time that the show would be part of the festival. The shows, apparently, all these agricultural shows obviously have a calendar that they have to go by. They can only run inside a certain number of days, you know. So the festival always timed itself around the show. And I must just say that yesterday was the show day, and it last rain all day on Monday, but Tuesday, yesterday was... No, this is Thursday. God, the festival, I must be drinking during the festival. But last Tuesday was a, a great day for the, the biggest show ever. And we used to have show jumping, which was a big attraction. I mean, Eddie Mackin was here, and... Uh, a lot of the show jumping team of that time, that would be before they became as famous as they were. But the show jumping stopped because it was getting too expensive, I think, and I suppose it wasn't a big enough show. I mean, they go to Tullamore show and bigger shows like that. But the festival is very much a family festival, and we tried to have something for everybody. It had been various committees. I was PRO just for a while, and I often did. I used to do the quiz. There was a, tape or a pub quiz and a team of four against a team of four, and we would have maybe 30 teams in that, and Jesus was worse than the All-Ireland. Like, the teams came from Carrick and Shannon and from Shambo, and then they figured out long before there was a back door in football, they had it in the quiz here, but, you know, we'd try and make sure the teams weren't eliminated too soon, so if, if they scored a certain amount, we brought them back in again. So they came from Kilishander and Cavan, Beltorbeth and Drumshambo, Carrick, everywhere, and then there'd be a lot of teams from the town. So there was a lot of prestige to win the table quiz. I remember at the finals, we used to have them up in McAllister's Hotel, and the place would be packed. You know, there'd be 300 people maybe coming for the quiz. So that worked great for a while, but all these things have a lifespan, you know, and we have a table quiz now just on one night, and we had it on Monday night down in Jackie's Bar, 23 teams, which wasn't bad, just 92 people. So there'd be roughly 100 people at it, you know. It entertains them. And then you have to have bingo. You have to try and think of everything, you know. Handwriting competitions and art competitions and ducks with numbers on them and, you know, used to put them down the canal and anything. And you, you might hear of something somewhere else. And But it, it, Father Young insisted it'd be sort of a family festival and that it wouldn't cost a lot to participate in anything. So the events are practically all free. In order to pay the bands now, they have sort of a gate. It's easy to close off the town now. Uh, you know, and the people just make a subscription wherever they want. But I know in some towns they have an actual charge in. Uh, I know Clanmany is a very big festival up in Donegal. And they had, uh, I think it was Robert Mazzelli, he's actually playing here in Ballinamore tonight. He was playing and had 10,000 and had charged a fiver in. So that covered the expenses of the festival, I'd say. But we don't uh, be that lucky. Only for the support we get from the locals, every shop in the town, every business in the town contributes. So it's very much a whole community affair. You know, there's a committee to run it. And of course, every year somebody goes, Patrick Renzi has always come to the meeting, annual general meeting at the festival. I propose there'll be no festival next year because you need that to get everybody talking. And then, of course, somebody jumped up and I propose there will be a festival. I think now, at this stage, there are festivals everywhere. When we started, there were very few around you. Know, there's festivals now all over the place. I think that it's very hard to keep the entertainment going for a week. It's actually eight days, you know, from Sunday to Sunday. And it is hard, like, to get people to come out that many nights, you know, because they're inclined to go somewhere else, up to Drumlish or Drumkeirn or wherever it might be. Financially, it's, it's very difficult as well. But it's going well, and the people are enjoying it, and kids are enjoying it, and I think the people at home enjoy it as well. It's a sort of a festival for people who maybe don't go on holidays anywhere, you know, to just stop working for the week and come in and enjoy themselves in Ballinamore.
53 fine years, Tommy, no doubt. Yeah, it's waited it lasted that long. A lot of people thought after the 50th, you know, maybe we'd, that would be scrapped by the people, but no, I think it'll keep going. But I think myself, maybe a long weekend would probably be, I'm, speak, I'm not speaking on behalf of the committee now, just that's on my own opinion. Maybe, a, you know, from a Thursday to a Tuesday, maybe and finish up at the show day, might be an idea, because it's very, very difficult to keep activities going and for eight full days, you know. Tommy, there's an over-40s match going on at 8 o'clock this evening. I'm after inspecting your birth cert, and I reckon you're in with a shot. Do you think you'll take part? No, I don't think so, because years ago, back in the, in the 60s, I was chairman of the club here in Ballinamore, and that's 50 years ago. I was a selector with the team, and I was also the junior captain, and I still couldn't get on the team. So when I couldn't get on that, with all that, that kind of a CV, I surely wouldn't be picked this evening. But there's another reason, because we have sort of a chat in Plin's wine bar this evening about the hall, the new community hall or the hall. We're interviewing a few people, you know, just about the crack that used to be in the hall and hopefully generate a bit more interest in it. And that wasn't your only chairperson role. Congratulations, you're newly elected to the Leitrim Guardian. Oh yeah, well, I'm entangled up with the Leitrim Guardian in a long time. I used to be editor of it years ago, and I was editor with him and Daly, and then I was editor on my own, and then after a few years I was back again and was editor with Dead Smith. So I've been involved probably since about 1970 with the Guardian in some way or other. So I'm chairman now, and, uh, but sure, it's just a matter of chairing the meetings. Uh, one good thing about a chairman is you can delegate. That's, uh, at my age, that's nearly all I'm able to do now. Tommy Moran, thanks so much for catching up with me this evening. Thank you very much, and every success with Leitrim Daily. It's very, very good, and it's great. Any publicity we get is marvellous. Thank you. Now, I'm here with Mary McGurl from the Festival Committee. How are you doing today, Mary? I'm good, thanks, Orla. How are you? Not too bad. We're enjoying the day out here in Balnamore, and I'm looking to find out a little bit more about the festival. How did you find yourself on the committee this year? I've been involved in it for the past three years and I think it's a great thing for the town so I kind of st- stayed on it that way kind of thinking will I stay or will I go I'm glad that I've stayed on so I suppose I joined three years ago because they were looking for new blood on the committee I loved the festival when I was growing up and I suppose I wanted to get involved then and I'm happy I've joined because it is a great festival for bringing people home they do keep it in their diaries kind of to come home at this um and the second week of August so I guess that's why I got involved. <laughs> and something really interesting about this year is I've heard you've had a junior committee on your sides as well. Yeah, we used to have a junior committee last year. We didn't have one, but we were delighted to have the girls on board this year. So there's five girls helping us this year and they've been a great help coming to all the events during the day. Uh, so there's Chloe and the two Avians, Anella and Lizzie. Yeah, so no, they've come, come to all the events and help us set up, even with the obstacle courses on the street and they're always willing to do anything so it's great to have them this year you've been involved with the festival now for three years mary how has this year gone in comparison to the other years yes yeah, so this year has been good the weather's been on our side for the most part there's been a nice crowd the same as other years uh, so we can't complain about that your favorite part of the festival so far my favorite part of the festival so far has been the bands on the street and the ninja warriors as well and then I'm looking forward to the Rod Stewart tribute band on Saturday night as well. So there's seven of you on the festival committee and yeah. you are children's liaison? Yes, everyone has their roles, but everyone is such a good help with everything. Will you be out at Robert Mazel yourself tonight? Oh, I might get up for a few hours. I'll be out now on the Ninja Warriors, see what's in store for the final tonight. 
Tino Manny in the in the final tonight? Four against four, isn't it? Yeah, and then we have the Macra. I think Leach and Macra have a team for the final. Mary McGirl from McGirl's Pub and also on the Ballinamore Festival Committee. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Orla. I'm here with chairperson of the Ballinamore Community Hall, CLG. Tom Burns, how are you doing today? I'm very well. Good. Thanks for being with us, Tom. Can you tell us a bit about the project? Well, the project entails a complete redevelopment of Ballinamore Community Hall, formerly known as the Community Centre or the Hall locally. It involves an extension to the, the west side of the building, which would enable us to allow people to gather before events, concerts and things like that. We will also refurbish the dressing rooms, upgrade the kitchen facilities and provide retractable tiered seating in the back of the hall to really turn it into a theatre. So the idea is that we would have a community space, community hall, but that we would also have a theatre, have already called it, named it the Island Theatre, because it is actually built on an island, surrounded by the Shannonair Waterway. How did it come about, Tom? Well, the hall was originally built in 1914. It was uh, burned down uh, sometime later during the, civil burn, during the Civil War by the Black and Tans, or the War of Independence, rather. The front section was demolished in the early 70s and rebuilt again, and uh, other bits and pieces have been done with it since, uh, but not really any major works to the extent that we're hoping to do now. It has been an outlet for the hall for many of the organisations around Ballinamore community. We have an annual drama festival here, seven or eight nights of drama every year. We also have a musical, which is held most years, but uh, probably every second year. And numerous other events take place there and have taken place there over the years um, with uh, scouts, activity, uh, badminton, card games and so on. All the things that a community would need. So what we want to do is turn it into a place where we'll have uh, visiting entertainers, uh, where we'll have people who will provide entertainment to us, come in a comfortable environment for everybody to enjoy. You're hosting a public information evening tonight, Tom, about the project and the redevelopment. What do you hope to gain from this evening? Well, we did have a public information meeting uh, some months back, uh, back in early May, uh, when we um, had a, a general information meeting for all the people in the community about the development. This evening is much more about the people who are home for the festival, from the diaspora, as, as we might call it, because we get a lot of people who return every year for the festival. And we are hoping that they will come along and give us a bit of support, um, moral and financial, we hope. And um, it's a ne- also an evening for people to renew old acquaintances, to bring back old memories, which would be hopefully enjoyable for other people to hear. And generally, just a relaxed social evening. That's what it's about. Tom, what kind of time span are we looking at here for the project? And what kind of finances are involved? What are you looking for from the public? Well, the committee started its work back in 2016. Obviously, we had to look for planning permission, we had to get architects in place, try and avail of grants from Leitham Leader and from Leitham County Council. And all that pre-planning work had to be done uh, over the last number of years. We started, building work started at the beginning of May, and hopefully the project will be com- finished by before Christmas. In terms of finance, the p- total building cost is somewhere in the order of 600,000. And we have already secured grants from Leitham Development Company, and from Leitham County Council, totaling 225,000. We also have a, a grant from the parish fund of 75,000, which means effectively that half the building costs will fall to the local community to pay for, if possible. In terms of fundraising, we have started a scheme whereby if people contribute 250 euros per annum, or a fiver a week, or a weekly fiver, that will enable us to reclaim tax from the government at a rate of 41%. So that should be also a sub- substantial income stream for us. In terms of uh, other finance, we will be lo- asking building co- companies for donations, of 
companies of all descriptions. We will also be asking members of the public for donations. And we hope that people will be generous. We're not expecting people, everybody, to pay 250 euro a year because that's quite an amount of money, obviously. But any donation will be gratefully received and accepted. Tom Burns, thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm here with Charlie Byrne from River Mania. Charlie, thanks for being with me today. Thank you. How did today go for you? Uh, today was really busy. Today we had about 85, 90 both uh, young and old on the water with us today. Fantastic. And you're with River Mania. Where are you based? Uh, we're based in Lochrin now. We used to be in Carrick, but we're in Lochrin the last 12 months. And how long have you been going? Uh, we opened in 2012. And how has business been since 2012? Uh, it's been really good. Um, the last couple of years, we've with the Blue Way trails and stuff, uh, there's a lot more tourism coming into the county. Um, it's making it busier and busier for us every year. Fantastic. And you mentioned that the rake kids in with us today in Ballinamore. Do you do this regularly for festivals? Uh, we do, yeah. We, we cover nearly all the, the local festivals and committees and both triathlons and swims and stuff in, in the county for the last five or six years. Um, it's, it's great to get people out on the waterways and enjoying what's been around us for so long in recent years, but it's, it's getting very popular now as a sport. And tell me, Charlie, what was involved mostly with today? Okay, so today's sessions were taster sessions um, for both families and kids. So it's an introduction to both kayaking and for some people uh, actually getting on the water. And when they're out in a 45 minute session and we try and get the kids then to trust the equipment that they're using by doing a bit of pier jumping and stuff at the end. How many children have you got kayaking with you on a regular basis? Um, I do a lot of private kind of work in Lochrin. Um, we, so far this season, we probably have 400 kids done since April. And we have about 280 adults on tr regular training programs. Have you much coming up in the next few weeks? Uh, yeah, so we're, we have another training program starting with uh, the Leitrim County Council in the next couple of weeks. And coming into September, we're back on the water safety programs with what was Ireland and the County Council with all transition years and first year students. Where can people get in touch with you, Charlie? River Mania. Uh, so you can look up River Mania Adventures Company um, either on Google or you can look us up on Facebook. Um, there's live feeds on a daily basis so you can see everything that's going on there. Charlie Byrne, thank you so much for talking with me today. Have a good day. Thanks a million. Okay, lads, you know, you know if you step off the beam and you don't go around the cones and you don't go into the tires, you have to go back to the beginning. We're very strict tonight. There's big money involved here now, lads. Big money. And you get a medal with a ribbon on it. Don McCone, MC of the event, how are you getting on? Uh, well, I don't know if I'm more tired than they are, but absolutely brilliant. Fantastic atmosphere here in Ballamore this evening. Fantastic atmosphere, always is during the festival. It takes a huge amount of work and a huge community, good vibe of a community. And I think it attracts people from everywhere. And um, I, I haven't missed a festival in, I would think, I'm what age am I now? Well, I'm, I'm a fair age, but I wouldn't have missed a festival in nearly 40 years. So, great, yes, all good. Who was your money on this evening, Dawn? Well, it's hard to know because they're all fast, they're all quick, but it's like, it's like the hurling and the football. It's always on the day. 
It's always on the day, so you just, I wouldn't put my money on anybody yet now, so I wouldn't. Now you can hear I'm very hoarse, so, you know, a little bit of shouting for the last few days. Great commentating going on on the street here this evening as the lads were running through that obstacle course up the street here in Ballinamore. Dawn, what are your plans for the rest of the festival? Well, uh, we're going to be busy now with the likes of a bed race and another round of the Ninja Tur- or the Ninja Turtles as me, <laughs> the Ninja Warriors maybe. Um, but lots more fun to be had. Always is in, in a week of Ballymore Festival. It's always free events, um, always free uh, music on the stage every night, and um, lots more for the kids, fancy dress and so on. So yes, we're hoping that everybody enjoys themselves and has a good weekend and um, roll on next year. Don McKeown, fair play to you and best of luck with the rest of the festival. Thanks very much for talking to me. Thank you very much. Take care. I'm here with Jason Fryer, part of the Ohawillan Lads team who have just won first place at the Ninja Warriors tournament here at Balnamore Festival. Jason, congratulations. Thank you, Orla. Thank you very much. Sure, it's great just to get out, part of the festival. Only comes around once a year, so it's great to see everyone in get well together sure it's a bit of crack that's what it's all about the festival loads of training being done no doubt for the past couple of weeks for this fantastic win yeah definitely on and off the field really just getting prepared and getting the team together first and foremost and fair play to the lads coming out as well like it's not easy to get teams together and i'm sure you'll take this opportunity anyway it's a great team to be a part of it and sure i can't wait for it again next year and we'll go at it again jason enjoy robert mizell and thanks a million for chatting to me perfect laura thank you very much On busy nights like tonight here in Ballinamore, the Gardaí are playing a vital role here on the streets. Gardaí, Jimmy Stenson, how are you getting on? I'm fine, thank you. We're here listening to Robert Mazel, Jimmy, on a, a busy night, yet another fantastic and successful festival. How has this week been for you so far? This week has been very good. This is a family festival that has been running in God knows how many years, and there's rarely, rarely any trouble at this festival. It's a very well-run festival with a brilliant committee, who work hand-in-hand with us in Angarda Shikana, and for the most part, it's a very successful setup. Myself and Garda Henry are on till 4am in the morning. No doubt you'll be jiving away before 4 o'clock. My knees aren't fit for jiving anymore. Well, Jimmy, thanks very much for keeping everyone safe, and best of luck with the rest of the festival and many festivals to come. And thanks very much to yourselves for coming and, and uh, portraying it. street in Ballinamore and we are awaiting the arrival of Robert Mizell and I have bumped into Miss Shelley O'Donnell. Shelley, how are you getting on? I'm grand, Ola. Thank you very much. How are you? Not too bad. All the better for seeing you. So Shelley, I've been following 51st by Shelley. What is involved with 51st by Shelley? Okay, so I decided to take on a bit of a challenge. So for a year, as I turn 50, I've decided to do 50 things that I've never done before in my life. (laughs) Some of them are really nice and some of them are absolutely horrendous. But we're getting through the list now. I've done 36 now at this stage and I'm down to number 13. Fantastic. How's it been so far? Your first eight months of 2019. Oh my God, it's been a whirlwind. Like, it's absolutely crazy. As well as that, I started a new job. So, like, I've had all that stress and pressure as well. And I'm trying to, like, juggle the family life, the new job, and get all these challenges done. And it's been proven a little difficult, but we're getting there. We're getting there. But if anyone can do it, Shelley O'Donnell can. (laughs) So your 37th challenge is coming up shortly, Shelley. What's in store for challenge 37? Okay, so we're going 
going to get a tattoo. So it's an inspirational tattoo for the 51st. So I decided to go with an elephant because they're strong and stubborn. <laughs> I am going to see this through to the end whether it kills me. So yeah, so that's hopefully happening next week. And then one of the horrible ones <laughs> Coming off after that is the Warrior Run in Sligo. So that's the 15 kilometer run up over Knocknaray and down the other side. Actually, that's my last running one apart from my full marathon. So my full marathon is now on the 30th of November and I'm doing the Cork Marathon with my brother. So that's really nice because that's going to be my 49. And then my 50 is going to be my Irish night, have a traditional Irish night. So that's booked. And that's actually going to be on the 1st of December in the Bank Bar in Ballinamore. And everyone's invited to come along and celebrate the end of Shelley's 55. I might tip along myself. Yeah, you absolutely should, because it's going to be a brilliant night. We're going to have a raffle and Childline are coming up to get their cheque as well for all the money I've raised for them over the year. So I'm really excited about it. Amazing, Shelley. What has your best memory been of this year so far? I think my climb to Scarfell Pike. Um, it was a trip that I took alone, so I had a lot of time to think about things and, you know, think about life in general, I suppose. But just like the logistics of putting it all together at the beginning was really good fun. So like my scout background was really handy with that, you know, like I had a lot of experience before putting trips together. But that one I did exactly but all by myself and, you know, it was really, really good. And I met some amazing people, so nice, so generous and really, really helped me to get that done. I'm training all the time. I, I've been running since I did my first half marathon last year and I've just been running ever since, you know, and hiking. I always go out hiking anyway. Shelley O'Donnell, thank you so, so much for joining me here this evening. Best of luck with the rest of the year. You're welcome. So let's go and dance with Robert now, Orla. <laughs> let's do it. Okay, let's And that's all we have time for today, Akharja. A huge congratulations to the team in Balnamore for pulling off yet another spectacle this year. It really shows the strength of community spirit that is to be found in our lovely little county. Tomorrow, Breffney will be bringing you this week's In Focus. I'll be back on Thursday letting you know what's on around Leitrim this coming week. Gudjiga gosr le chéle sin arís, slán agus banacht.